0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is the 28th of February. It is the last day of this month. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business, markets, startups, and uh, the last throws of reporting season. Scuddy, how was your day?
1: It was great, apart from seeing the weather closing again here in Sydney. I think everyone (laughs) on the east coast of Australia is sick of rain. Go away.
0: Sick of rain. I can tell you those up in Brisbane sure are. And I can tell you that uh, the insurers are having a pretty bad go of it. Amongst the worst performers in percentage terms, IAG down 4%, Suncorp off by 3.7%, QBE down by 2.6%.
1: Feels like a very familiar thematic, doesn't it? Uh, And frequent as well more and more
0: frequent and somebody just flippantly in the newsroom but it's true so well if it isn't floods and it's fires you know it's depressing but um, that's, that's
1: the next couple of years after it dries out
0: yeah um so anyways that's just one story that we're keeping our eye on of course the big story is what's happening in the market overall here in australia It uh, was a pretty remarkable performance by the time all was said and done, sitting at 7,049 by the end of this session, up by three quarters of a percent. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, Thank you, BHP. Thank you, commodities.
1: Yes, materials and energy, the uh, heavy lifting today. But yeah, I don't think anyone can say the last, uh, even on Friday evening, Who would have thought that Wall Street would would have surged 3%? I know. Oh, by the way, we've got the potential threat of nuclear war. Uh, We've got to know um, other nations involving sovereign nations in Europe. And uh, yeah, the markets are rallying on it. I know that uh, there's been a lot written and uh, historical comparison said about when markets tend to go and bottom out is early on. But uh, it's obviously a little bit more going under the surface. This is uh, quite... Quite a distressing time, and uh, it's not just going to be the, uh, the the humanitarian toll, but there's going to be a whole variety of derivatives that, uh, that come from this.
0: And it comes at a time that uh, asset prices, as everyone out there well knows, are so elevated. There's a lot of debt in the system. There are central banks that are thinking about lifting rates. There's high inflation. Um, you know, there's this cocktail of uh, really concerning variables, I suppose, and there's lots of ways that this could play out, of course, front of mind are, um, you know, the thoughts for the people in Ukraine fighting for their own independence against an aggressive state, and it has taken a toll around the region. I'm not going to give precise figures because things could change, but, Mm. you know, we've got the Hang Seng down, we've got uh, the Straits Times down, we've got a lot of pressure coming through on U.S. futures. Again, this could change uh, because it's a very headline-driven market, clearly, but... um, You know, all we can take away from this Australian session is there is a sense of surprise. There is the sense that perhaps there's a bit of window dressing going on being the end of the month. Um, But we had materials as a sector up by close to 3%. We had buying into the close. Energy was up. And um, real estate investment trusts We're up as well.
1: Yeah, chasing the yield. Mm -hmm. It's uh, interesting. Uh, Everything is just interesting at the moment with the way the markets are behaving. I I saw an interesting theory. I was having a chat with some very learned people over the course of the weekend about how would you go and potentially play this. And uh, a lot of people are saying, well, we might as well just go and buy because if, if the worst situation happens, you won't care about your portfolio. Uh, You'll be like, no, much. there are other things out there that you'd be like much more concerned about. So uh, if the worst doesn't come to fruition, well, we're positioned for it accordingly. Um, I'm not sure i would be as blasé about it, but that's how some people are saying it. Well, it's a buying opportunity because, you know, it's a free call option.
0: Hmm. Yeah, okay. I'll have to put some thought into that one. Um, look, we do have... Uh, a bit of news that was breaking toward the end of the session. I hate to be, I hate to be um, really cynical, but you've got a few companies now that it's the end of reporting season, <laughs> reporting at 3:56. Uh, Thorny Technologies, I'm looking at you. Half yearly income down by 43. percent um, Look, we've also got. Uh, you know, few companies coming out. We've got Rio Tinto settling with the ACCC on Mozambique disclosures obligations. Um, but it really was... You know, the dust settling on reporting season as well today, Scotty. You did a couple of interviews, I suppose, that um, we're still getting investors across results. One from a lithium player that's yeah. really hot.
1: Yeah, awesome. So, of course, Aura uh, Cobra, uh, when it absorbed Galaxy Resources and a uh, no, variety of different assets, both here in Australia and you know other parts of the world, in you know, South America most predominantly, but also in Canada, you're on uh, neck of the woods. So, yeah, a lot of uh, excitement about that particular company and uh, what it can go and be. In terms of where it's at the moment, it's going to be at the world's fifth largest, uh, lithium carbonate producer wants to be downstream processing well so value add so you can see why a lot of people are pretty excited about the prospects for old alchem
0: yeah okay so that's outcome but um, many of our conversations were about some of the companies that had reported earlier um, i had a chat with jason tay from vertium and uh, he really called out charter hall as one of the best performers and uh, really sort of positive on that whole reit space so you can have a listen to that it's available via the show notes um, there was a lot of talk mixed in with Ukraine about cryptocurrencies, about cyber risk, and we've got a number of interviews on our website and our app that you can um, check out in relation to that. Uh, the stock of the day was Sandfire Resources. So it was out with its report. Um, it was a stock of the day. Let's listen in to what Nathan Samasundram from Deep Data Analytics and Graf Sodi from The Intelligent Investor had to say about Sandfire Resources.
1: Now it's a tough part of the cycle. I go to the best guy, which is Osmin. But I think this is one where, yeah, I'm accumulating a few copper plays for when the cycle is right to go back into them. And I think Sandfire, look, they're in the right place. No matter how, uh, you know, patchy the record is, when commodity is doing really well, you're going to be there. So Uh it's one on my shopping list, but not right now. Look, I'm a bit cautious on copper. The prices are high, enthusiasm is high. So you really want to be in in mining when, um, you know, at the extremes. You want to be out at the peaks and you really wanna be in there when there's a lot of pessimism and there's a lot of ir- right. irrationality. Yep. This is not that moment. Right. I don't think there is a great moment for copper at, the, at right now. We don't hold any, I don't hold any copper plays. Um, if you don't own coal in your portfolio and you're a non-ethical investor, mm. if you're a nasty sin stock buyer, mm. uh, I don't know what you're doing. Um, that is what you need to be owning at the moment.
0: So, that is not going in the portfolio. Copper is hot, but that is not going to be put in on behalf of the two guests that we had in today. What are we going
1: to find about the new portfolio?
0: Well, tomorrow. Yeah, we've got some big details coming on that tomorrow, March 1st. Mark your calendars. Uh, If you can't watch it, it will be played out immediately after the close, about 4.15. This is the investment committee. Um, It will be available as catch-up, of course, as well. So I'll get you across more of that tomorrow, just to keep you in the loop. Um, But essentially, the call is acting as the first filter. The companies that both get to buy from our guests get put in front of our investment committee, who decide if they're going to add it to the AusBiz portfolio. All will be revealed tomorrow as to what we're starting out with we have had an investment committee meeting and they've decided what they would like to start this portfolio with. Um, yeah, good to listen into and hopefully gives you a better idea as to what and, perha- and perhaps why you know real portfolio managers choose particular companies to go into a portfolio. So weightings, cash holdings, all that will be discussed. Um, Scotty, look, we had retail sales today. Um, still showing a pretty resilient Australian re- economy. I thought that CBA started my day by saying, look... Although there is a very uncertain environment out there on the geopolitical front, we need to remember that there will be market volatility. It's a natural response to war. The Australian economy actually doesn't have um, a big connection with Russia or Ukraine, for that matter. Of course, we'll be caught up in the broader um, environment, but really pointing out that it does not equal, you know, a really tough time for the Australian economy as of Now,
1: yeah, the economic and trade ties are next to nothing. That's that's a given. It's the financial system ties, and not necessarily with Russia, but with Europe that we have, and that's the uh, other area that everyone should be paying very close attention to. Yeah,
0: and and CBA also saying that you know, consumer confidence could be dented by rising petrol prices, um, you know, just general apprehension, however. Um, it's saying, at least for now, it does not expect that to change consumer behavior.
1: Yeah, interesting. Well, it's it's maybe partly linked, but uh, we got the ANZ uh, Business Survey in New Zealand out today. Now, it doesn't usually get a lot of attention, a lot of our airtime, but uh, just... A Cataclysmic collapse in confidence uh, amongst Kiwi business. Obviously, own I know, factors that's going on in that particular country, but uh, you can't help but think that that probably reflects partially what's been going on in Ukraine and also all this chatter about uh, higher rates. We know that RBNZ has been hiking rates pretty aggressively and flagged it was going to do so. So, yeah, uh, be interesting to see how those uh, sentiment readings come out. Uh, we've got one from ANZ uh, Roy Morgan tomorrow.
0: Yeah, we do here locally. And, of course, don't forget we've got the RBA tomorrow. We do have the um, Bank of Canada this week. Tonight we've got wholesale inventories in the U.S. We've got the February Chicago PMI, the February Dallas Fed Index. And uh, the FOMC's Bostic is expected to speak, and we get jobs on Friday. So that's going to be a really sort of big exclamation mark at the end of this week. Of course, happens after the Australian markets close, but still, getting ahead of myself. There's just a lot on this week. And I've got to say, Scuddy, I know what CBA is saying about consumer sentiment, but even just conversations I've been having with people, you know, around the newsroom, friends, uh, it's just really disheartening to see what's unfolding in europe you know we've been through so much through the pandemic and um yeah i think people people are a bit worried
1: no it's undoubtedly i'm worried (laughs) i'll be lying if i'm not it's uh not gonna go and uh, do anything rash but at the same time it's uh there's so much uncertainty out there and i think i feel just physically exhausted from trying to go and process all the information and then try and go and like a domino effect. How does it go and play out from here? Because that's just, uh, you know, my job and uh, know all the jobs of us here to go and try and you know, think, where does it go to next? What's the next no, no piece of the puzzle? And uh, it's so fluid and so uncertain mm-hmm. now at the moment. So let's be honest, uh, Pitten's as mad as a cat snake. He's, uh, he's not all with it. And that's worrying, very worrying.
0: Okay, let's leave it on that note. Uh, we do hope everybody out there has a, a safe and a happy night. And and uh, if you're in Sydney, at least, or many parts of the East Coast, I guess, stay dry. It's absolutely bucketing out there right now.
1: I'm glad I went and invested in a very cheap bro <laughs> a couple of weeks back. so it's, it's paid dividends already.
0: <laughs> All right. See you tomorrow, Scotty.
1: See ya.